This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to the Circuit of Success podcast. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland. I'm fired up today. Uh, those of you that know me, I'm a big Cardinal fan, but I'm even uh, as big of a golfer. And today we have PGA Tour player Cameron Tringali on the show. Cameron, how you doing? I'm well, thanks, Brett. Awesome. Well, uh, it's great to have you and uh, looking forward to spending some time with you today. But why don't you uh, walk our listeners like on all of our shows, kind of go back and talk about your history and what's made you successful and made you the man you are today. Wow, that's, uh, that's a long that's a long story. Um, well, I guess since uh, we're talking about success and um, professionally playing golf, uh, that's probably what most people want to hear about. I uh, got into the game when I was 10 years old. My dad took me out to the golf, my brother and I out to the golf course just to try and hit a, whack a few balls and uh, fell in love with the game just uh kind of in a strange way. Happy Gilmore had just come out. Uh, Tiger had just won the 97 Masters. The uh, stigma of golf being an old man, grandpa kind of game was slowly lifted uh, from my mind, and I, I began to really embrace the challenge of it um, and just pursued, uh, pursued the game with everything I had. Um, I was lucky I had parents who were very supportive and grandparents who helped me kind of get the lessons and the training that I needed to try and be as good as I could be and uh, ended up playing college golf at Georgia Tech, Um, got a great education and learned a lot about myself, a lot about life, um, a lot about golf in those four years of school. And then uh, made it through the qualifying tournament to play on the PGA Tour the um, winter after graduating. And I uh, have been playing out on the PGA Tour. Uh, this is my eighth season now. And I'm very lucky and humbled to be uh, playing a, a game I love uh, as my career. Absolutely. The, the the most of us talk about that's our dream job, right? You get to do it every single day. Yeah. Playing the greatest courses in the world. So uh congrats. And I know you're a three time All American at Georgia Tech. So you had a great college career, came out and uh, you know, started strong in the on the PGA tour. So congrats on that. Talk to us about that. That Q school, for those of you who know what that is, I mean you're literally playing against other people and there's almost so many slots. Uh, for a PGA Tour card. So talk about that stress and the mental side it takes to get through Q School. Sure. Well, um, 
you know, at the, the start of the process, there's thousands of people trying to earn their way to the PGA Tour. And there's a series of tournaments that gets whittled down to a one final tournament. And if you keep advancing um, throughout the first few stages, you, you make it to the last the last site where the top 25 players earn the PGA Tour card. And so there's about 175 to 200 guys at that last tournament. So it's very competitive. There is obviously a lot of pressure on this tournament, uh, so much more than any other, because the ramifications for a good finish are uh, are great. You know, they it in, it influences your entire next year um, as to where where you will be playing, what how much you know potential money you can be making, what your schedule will be like. So the the ramifications for Q School are, are are great, and so therefore the pressure is great. Um, but the the big thing that helped me was uh, my level of expectations and my my perspective on what Q School meant uh, to me was probably different than for other people. Um, I had had a good career in college. <clears throat> But I was by no means a, a prodigy or, you know, a can't miss kind of player. And so when I made it to Q school, I, I kind of had the mindset of, well, I really can't lose. I mean, just getting to that tournament was a great uh, indicator of my potential. And so I felt like I I didn't really have anything to lose. I mean, I, I might not make the PGA Tour, but... I was still doing something I loved. I was still um, playing a game for a living where most of my friends who had graduated were sitting behind a desk and, um, you know, we're just living for the weekend. So I felt very fortunate to a, be in that position. And then I also just, I managed my expectations of, um, what, what a successful week, um, could be obviously the goal for me was still to make it through, um, but I didn't feel like I had to have it, and I think that kind of gave me um, the ability just to play freely and play without kind of the fear of failure. Right. Yeah, and that's a big deal. So when we talk a lot about that on the circuit of success, is the fear of failure. So, I mean, how many of the fa- the fears you've had in your mind? How many of those have come true? And and uh, obviously, we all have ba- bad rounds of golf, but a lot of times, fear we we make it into something bigger than it really is. So, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, golf is a uh, is I, I'm not as well versed in other sports, but I I know for me, golf creates um, a, there's the potential for a lot of fears. I mean, there's and difficult shot, you know, just in the in the micro sense, you have the difficult shots of a round that can cause you to tighten up. There are fears of, you know, the tournament. How will I finish in this tournament? What will this, um, what will this finish? How will it impact my future? And then you st- you start to your mind starts to wander, and um, you know, I've really been uh. I'm a I'm a Christian and one of the things that's really been helpful for me in battling fear is uh 
using God's word um, just as confidence for me. Um, and fear, fear is really just anxiety is just trying to um, have a game plan for something in the future if something bad happens. Um, but the reality is that we don't have control over the future. And so uh, we, I mean, we don't even have control over right now. So there's so much going on outside of ourselves. But um, what I have learned is, you know, learn to focus on the things you can control. And then I just have to trust the Lord with the rest. And I have to just kind of rest and, um, you know. Yeah, I like that. I mean, given, like you just said, control the controllables, right? So it just make sure you, you, you're doing what you got to do every single day, every single week. I know you talked about earlier before we started recording, you can go out and practice today, got the week off. What's that week off look like for you? So what, what are your habits? What are your rituals? Um, so whether that's in the golf world or the business world, I'm a huge believer in your habits and your rituals. And so we'll talk about the circuit of success here in a minute, but what are some of your habits and rituals that you know you got to do every single day to stay successful? Um, well, there, there's a lot, uh, quite a few actually. And I think uh, so many of them we do, I've, I do without thinking a whole lot about them. Um, but in a, in a week off, for me, one of the biggest things um, is rest. Uh, that sounds, could say, I don't know how that sounds, but being... Oh, I think that makes a lot of sense, though. Being on the road a lot, uh, we don't have, you know, I don't have, hopefully, the weekends off. Um, hopefully, I'm playing on Saturday <laughs> right. and Sunday. Um, so it's, it's really important for me just to have a couple days away from the game, just mentally to... Um, do other things that I enjoy and and stay balanced. Uh, I'm a huge proponent. I mean, work hard, working hard is very important. Um, but I I'm not going to be able to do that to my best ability if I'm strung out from the week before. Um, if I haven't rested, if I haven't given my mind a break. So typically, I take um, Monday and Tuesday. <clears throat> Um, off where I might be in the gym or, um, you know, kind of thinking about the, the week ahead, but I'm really not at the golf course. I'm not practicing, um, on those days. And then once I get into Wednesday, I start to get my mind into golf, um, start thinking about, all right, what are the areas I need to improve? How can I, formulate a plan to make those better, you know, by the time I tee off in my next tournament. So the, the style of how I'm going to practice that week, um, I plan that out. I figure out, you know, where the weaknesses are, where the strengths are, how can I maintain my strengths and how can I slowly, um, chip away at, at the weaker aspects of my game. I think that's important what you just said there, slowly chip away. Because, I mean, so many of us, right, we, we say, okay, that's a weakness. I want it to be improved tomorrow. And I don't think that's necessarily reality. Yeah, I mean, you're, for, for me, my strengths are strengths for a reason. Um, and it didn't, it didn't happen overnight. There were things that um, either I was naturally um, gifted in um, and then worked hard on in addition and the weaknesses are maybe areas that just 
um, that just aren't natural for me. Um, one for me is uh, my my driving distance. I'm not a long hitter, um, and statistically, that's a huge disadvantage. Um, that's not something that I can go to the course today and just hit it 20 yards longer. Um, that's going to take some time, years, hopefully. Um, hopefully not too many years, but in order to get my speed up, it's going to take a certain kind of training in the gym, certain kind of uh, technique with my swing, uh, with my driver. All those things I can't fix today. And it would be foolish to um, disregard all the things that I do well, trying to you know, plug that hole, so to speak. Um, if I leave my strengths unattended and um, <clears throat> if I keep if the, if I don't keep them manicured, uh, then not only will I not reach my uh, potential with my with my weaknesses, um, but my strengths will suffer, and then I'll be in a uh, in a very difficult place. Right. <clears throat> What, uh, so tell us about coaching. You know, I, I work with an executive coach from a business standpoint. Are you, do you work with a coach? Do you help yourself on the driving range? How does that work in your world? Um, I, yeah, I do coaching. I have a whole, a whole team that supports me. Um, uh, coaching is, is hugely important because for, for me, I, I know that I have blind spots, um, and I need the wisdom of other people to, um, to be around me to help point those out. They're, they're blind spots because they're blind and I can't see them. And so right. um, having people, that ha I have a swing coach who I <clears throat> greatly trust named Darren May. Um, and then I also have a short game kind of specialist um, who helps me with my chipping and putting um, named James Seekman. And so both of those guys are um, they're men that I trust, who I know have my best interests at heart, who um, are going to want to guide me and show me the right direction and the right ways to become as good as I can be. Um, that being said, ultimately, I'm the one who is hitting the shots and has to perform. So the, the impetus is on, is on me. Um, but it's very comforting to know that I have people who believe in me and who can um, help me to grow in the areas that, that I need to. Yep, I think that uh, that support system is critically important, I think, in all success, no matter what walk of life you're in. So that's a big deal. So let's talk about one of the pillars of the circuit of success is attitude. Tell us about that. So there's certainly days that you you want to get up and go bang golf balls. You know, I, I've played golf my whole life, and – Certainly days when I was practicing that I, I wanted to hit balls, and there's certainly days that are not. But in the business world, golf world, how do you get your mind right in the attitude that you need to be in today? Um, you know, that, that's a great question. Um, for, for me personally, um, I, um, I spend a lot of time – I spend time – try and spend time in the mornings um, just being thankful – um, like I said, I, I study the Bible. Um, I like to um, remember just to look through the lens of uh, 
of that and to view, um, hey, everything I have today is a gift. You know, there's no nothing that says I deserve to to be here, um, deserve to be playing on the PGA Tour, deserve to be sitting at home uh, today. So I, I just I think having an attitude. Um, a grateful attitude and a thankful heart um, is a great place to start. Um, I think believing, um, you know, feeling entitled can lead to great frustration um, and feeling like, you know, you're owed something um, is a sure way to fe- uh, to never really feel like what you're doing is enough. And so for me, I just... I like to start each day just knowing, hey, this is this is a gift. Here, are, you know, here's a, a list of reasons how I can be thankful, um, and I can go and take the day as it comes, and um, you know, know that ultimately today doesn't, whatever happens today doesn't define my life, um, and that gives me great freedom uh, and great um, just a, a much better attitude to uh to handle the ups and downs are you a journal guy like do you journal that stuff like in a book somewhere like i personally have a a gratitude journal i use every day yeah um one of my james my short game coach um encouraged me a few years ago to to keep a journal and just write down i write down one thing a day um and it's a, it's pretty cool when you open the journal and you can see days and days of and yes. reasons to be thankful. Um, it kind of puts everything in perspective. It's fun to go back and read those days too, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I, it, I I have a lot of a uh, lot of overlap, a lot of doubles. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. So let's talk about your beliefs. Uh, obviously, you said belief in God earlier. Uh, I agree with that. Um, what other beliefs do you have for Cameron to be successful? Uh, like to your core, I've got to believe in this. Um, I think, uh, I think one of the, the most freeing beliefs is that for me is that, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not ultimately, uh, in control. God is, has a sovereign plan. Um, and I don't, I don't know what that is. He doesn't, um, he doesn't reveal the, the details of that to us. Um, and so for me, I have to believe that, you know, I can, I can control what I can control and I can, and that, and I have to leave the rest up to him. Um, and I think any other, any other mindset, to me just makes it seem like it's up to you. And that's a great thought. Um, I wish it were true um, because then we would have more control, you know, and I think we all have a tendency to want to control things. Yeah. And I think some of that too is, uh, maybe you agree with this. I mean, you've got to believe in yourself and your ability, right? I mean, you think, I know you're a, a fan of, Tiger, as you mentioned earlier, you were growing up and you watch him in his prime and you know, we were lucky to see that, right? I mean, that's some of the best golf. You just knew he was going to make the putt and you knew he's going to hit the drive or whatever it was, he was going to do it. And I think 
the best of the best, whether it's business or golf or baseball, whatever it is, when you're out there, you have to believe that you're going to make that putt, right? Yeah. I mean, um, interesting. You mentioned that I was watching the highlights from the 97 masters, uh, yesterday as it's masters week. And, uh, Tiger's dad, they interviewed Tiger's dad after he Tiger had won the Masters in 97, the historic win. Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, this this is a story that started a long time ago. You know, everyone saw Tiger win that tournament, and in all his success, it was like, wow, he's, he's winning. And people, I think, even look at Cameron Tringali, and they think, oh, wow, he's on the PGA Tour. But the, the truth is... You know, when I, this whole story started when I was 10 years old um, and everything I've been doing has been leading up to where I am today. Same with Tiger. Um, when he was a kid, he was training for Augusta. When he was in high school, he knew that he would have a putt to win the Masters, um, win the US Open, win the British Open, all those things. So. Uh, success, you know, and belief in yourself, it's not something that happens overnight. It's a, it's a, it's a journey, um, really from the beginning. And I think one thing that's been really important in my life is just affirming the little victories, um, and being able to say, Hey, this was hard and I did this today and that, and that's good. Um, and I, I achieved a a, a little goal today. Um, and that's a success. And then those slowly, as you start building, putting one on top of another, um, day after day, find something difficult to do, challenge yourself. Um, those little victories can turn into great confidence when you get on the PGA Tour, when you get to Q School. Um, you know, it wasn't for me just about how I was hitting it that week. I knew that my college career had been preparing me. My high school career had been preparing me for college. I mean, I had things to be confident and uh, in in myself and reasons to believe. That's great. What uh, you you mentioned the Masters and it being Masters Week. You've been fortunate enough to play in the Masters. Walk us through that drive down Magnolia Lane and you get there the first time. What is that like? It's pretty special. Um, Augusta Nationals, the end all for a little boy from California um, like me. I mean, growing up watching it on TV, there is definitely something unique about Augusta National. It's got a almost like a strange uh, energy. There's just a, a buzz around the place. Driving down Magnolia Lane uh, for Masters Week, I remember I was with uh, my coach and uh, Darren and and my caddy Monday morning, um, and we just kind of put the windows down, turned the music off, and just tried to really soak in um, that histor- you know that famous drive through the. What's happening, right? I saw Arnold, or uh, Jack Nicholas post today about the drive. You know, he still still talks about how special it is. So it's kind of like uh, you know the gates to the castle, gates yeah. to the to the kingdom, and so it's cool to to have been able to you know experience that. 
You can practically eat off the grass there. It's so clean, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's pretty special. Well, what's uh, kind of the last question? What's you know the locker room like? It's Sunday, and you know you you guys are all friends, right? I know you and Ricky Fowler were former roommates, and 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 all that stuff. And but what's that like? I mean, because you're competing, right? Because it's not like a team game where you want this guy to do well as well because he's on your team. But uh, I mean, obviously you want him to do well. You don't want him to do bad, but you want to do better. But what's that like with your buddies in the locker room on Sunday and, and you're fighting to be the best? And uh, what's that like? Um, you know, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, to be honest. I mean, we're all so lucky to be doing what we're doing, I think. And we all know that. Um, so there is, I think, there's definitely a lot of uh it's very competitive you know i think as thursday is not quite as serious as friday and friday is saturday and saturday is sunday um so the the intensity builds uh from a competitive standpoint and also from a um joking standpoint and playing around but you know the the times have been in a position uh you know to have a good finish on sunday it's 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 just it's a thrill um it's it's fun when you're playing against your buddies like you hope they play well and finish second um <laughs> you know you you want right. to you want to edge them out and it, it's just a great blessing and, and privilege it's it's really why um it's a huge part of why i play to to be in that position and to be able to feel those feelings and, um, and really test yourself and see how you can perform. Beautiful. What's one piece of advice you'd give, uh, just the amateur hacks like all of us out there. If you could focus on one thing on the golf game, what would it be coming from a PGA pro? Uh, rhythm, pro. rhythm is everything. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to swing a club. Um, when you go to, if you go to a tour event or web.com event, watch guys on the range, they're they're all going to move the club differently. Um, but what they all will do is they'll all have great rhythm. Uh, they'll all have poise and transition. Um, they won't be rushing their downswing and they'll, they'll be balanced. And so, um, just having rhythm in your game is, is one common thing that, uh, all good players have. And, and very few uh, hacks have. So <laughs> you are right about that. Well, it's been great having you on the Circuit of Success, Cameron. And where can our listeners find more from you, social media wise? Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Cam Tringali and uh, Instagram Cam Tring, C A M T R I N G. So. We will put that on the show notes, and it's been uh, great having you, and uh, great uh, best of luck in the 2017 uh, season. We'll be watching, and uh, hope all but nothing but the best for you. Thanks a lot, Brett. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. You got it. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 